0: Welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World many times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's show is all about what to pack in your Disney World park bag, so let's dive in. Everyone and welcome to episode forty-four. Before I get to this week's topic, I do want to give you a heads up that I will be in Disney World soon, and I will be doing nightly trip reports from this trip because it is a work trip. So I'm arriving on September third, and I'm staying through the fifth. So that next podcast will be nightly trip reports from that trip. I'm checking out Galaxy's Edge. I'm checking out Food and Wine Festival, um, and the changes at Coronado Springs. So expect to hear all of that in the show. Another. The reason that I'm going to Galaxy's Edge a week after it opens is that whenever I go to a new land, I'm looking to give advice to the average person going to Disney World with their family. So if I went to the pass previews or any special media event, that's not really going to be helpful to most people going to Disney World, right? So they want to know what time to get there, how to deal with the crowds, what to see, what to skip, et cetera. So I'm going, hopefully, a week after it opens will be a good gauge for how it will be the rest of this fall. And I can give you lots of good advice for going yourself. Now, during that trip, we are having a meetup. It is Tuesday, September 3rd. It's at Contempo Cafe, which is in the kind of the atrium level of the Contemporary Resort. And it's from 4 to 5 p.m. It is for listeners of this podcast and members of the Budget Mouse Facebook group and I'm partnering with my friend Kristen who is an administrator of another Facebook group DVC chat for members and Disney fanatics. We will have lots of swag and we will have cupcakes and it'll just be a chance to mingle and meet some new Disney friends. We picked the contemporary because it's pretty easy to get to from Magic Kingdom. If you are staying on Disney property you can just take a bus to Magic Kingdom and then walk over to the contemporary or even take the monorail over and Contempo Cafe is right there on the monorail level. So I hope to see some of you there. Now, everyone who's planning a trip to Walt Disney World wants to know what they need to bring with them to the parks. So in this episode, I'm gonna share the 13 essential items you need for your Disney park bag and what you can leave behind. If you follow some of the advice out there, you could spend a small fortune kitting out your park bag with all the bells and whistles. But since I know you want to save money on your vacation, and spend it on what you really want, which in my case would be food, I'll teach you how to minimize any unnecessary spending on items for your park bag. Now, I have to give credit for this topic of the show to members of the Budget Mouse Facebook group. I pulled the group for podcast episode ideas, and this was at the top of the pack, pun intended. Sorry, everyone. So how to join the Facebook group, if you're not a member already, is just search for the Budget Mouse on Facebook, ask to join, and an admin will add you to the group. First you may be wondering what type of bag should you take your stuff to the parks in and that really depends on who you're going with and how much stuff you need. So I'm going to give you three versions of the park bag. The Fast and Light Ninja version, a version for going with older kids or just adults, and then the version for going with little ones who may or may not be in diapers. So first, fast and light. Now I use this when I am by myself, and I often go bagless. Now you might wonder how, since of course I have my phone and my ID, but I use a clear waterproof phone pouch that hangs from a lanyard around my neck, and I found them for $7.99 for a two pack on Amazon, or you can buy individual ones at Target or Walmart for around $5. I'm I'm gonna link in the show notes to any product that I mention in the show. So if I forget to say that, just check the show notes and you will see links to everything that I mentioned in the show here. Now, I like to take this, it has room for my phone, and then I can also slip my ID and a backup credit card in there as well. And I just wear my sunglasses and my magic band. Now the big benefit of doing this is that you don't have to go through the bag check lines every time you enter a park. Now the lines can get quite long in the morning hours when most people are arriving at the parks. And um, it can add 15 minutes to your time of getting into the park. So if I'm going by myself and I can swing not to have to take a bag with me, you can go through the no bag line and just right enter the park with that pouch on your neck. I asked the first time I used that, I'm like, am I allowed to go through here? And they're like, sure, you're fine. Go ahead. So I do that every time now. Now, when I don't take a bag, I don't have access to a water bottle and Uh, What my plan is then to drink at drinking fountains or to pop into quick service places and grab free ice water You can do that at any quick service location. If you just go in and say could I have a cup of ice water? They will give you usually a couple because they're quite small um, Because you must stay hydrated at Disney World Um, And so again, this works best if I'm going to take a break in the middle of the day Which I almost always do to kind of recharge my phone Apply sunscreen reapply sunscreen etc. And so I don't have to take any of that with me Now, if I'm going with older kids or just with adults, I like to use a super lightweight packable backpack. And I have one that I bought on Amazon years ago, and it has amazingly held up. And again, there's a link in the show notes to that. What's nice is that it doesn't take up much room in in my luggage if I'm not using it as my carry-on. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I use another smaller bag. Older kids need less gear, so a smaller bag usually works, but any backpack, any kind of lightweight backpack will be fine for what you need to have in it. So here are my 13 essential items that I think you need in your park bag. Number one is a phone battery pack. a cord this is a critical item so I had a small lightweight one I'm talking about an external battery pack that you can plug your phone right into the battery pack even just throw it in your bag and then it will charge your phone on the go for you Um, I had a small lightweight one that cost about $15 I got on Amazon years ago and I'm linking to that in the notes and it would charge a phone about three or four times which was more than enough for many days in the park but I left it somewhere in Epcot on a trip earlier this year. So whoever found it, I hope you're enjoying it. So I ended up buying a fuel rod. Now, I just did a post on the budget mouse about fuel rod. And it's a kind of a controversial subject I found as I was researching it. They are very small um, rechargeable batteries that that you plug your phone into to charge. And you can buy them at Disney World. They are $30, which is pricey. And the special thing about them is that you can swap out a fuel rod for a fresh one that is fully charged at kiosks that are located all around Walt Disney World. And these fuel rod kiosks are also located at um, other theme parks and airports and other like big sporting event venues and what have you. So it's not just something particular to Disney World. You can use it at other places. Now, the big drawback of the fuel rod, other than the price, which is a lot, is that it is not going to even give your phone one charge. It it may be 75% charge. So um, it's very pricey for the amount of battery power that you get. And for that reason, there's a lot of naysayers about fuel rods. But I will um, I will advocate for them for this reason. Like I had my other battery charger, I would get back to my room at the end of the day and be very tired. And I would leave it in my bag and forget to plug it in at night to recharge the battery pack because you do have to recharge it by plugging it into the wall. And they all charge with a little mini USB plug, which is the same as I use for my Kindle. So that's handy. I don't have to bring another charger with me. So then in the morning, I'd get up and be ready to go to the parks and I'd have a dead battery pack in my bag. Now that doesn't do me any good. So the big benefit of the fuel rod is you never have to worry about charging it. You always can just swap it out for another one. And there are many locations of fuel rods all over the parks and there's one at every Disney World Resort hotel as well. So for that reason, people like it for the convenience. So whether you're using a fuel rod or your own external battery, I highly recommend that for your Disney trip. Going into my Disney experience again and again and again to look at your fast passes or and to take Pictures and video in the park will zap your phone battery, so you do need a charger. So next is sunscreen, and I can usually be found putting on sunscreen while we wait for the bus. That's like my designated time to put it on. Um, And I'm, if you don't know, I'm a fair skinned ginger, so, sunscreen to me. We're tight. Um, I have a preferred sunscreen that I shared a link to in case you're wondering. It is made by Neutrogena. I think it's called Ultra Sheer Dry Touch. It's 100 SPF and um, it is the hands down the best sunscreen I have found. So I do carry it in the bag with me if I need to reapply during the day. And if you're at Disney World all day, you're going to sweat it off. You're going to need to reapply halfway through the day and the Florida sun is unforgiving. So that's my second item uh, in my park bag. Third is a water bottle. Now I usually take just my standard like hard sided water bottle and put it in the side pocket in the backpack. And there's two on my bag, but many people are recommending a collapsible water bottle and I've never tried one, but it seems like there's lots of proponents of that. Cause you can just again, throw it in your bag. You don't have to worry about it and you can fill those at water fountains, but I'm going to say that drinking fountain water is pretty rough in Florida. Um, and though you could also refill it at quick service dining locations, get a couple of cups of ice water, load it up before you leave the quick service restaurant, like for the afternoon, load it up with some ice water. Okay, number four, I always have a few snacks in case of emergency, and of course, I like to buy my snacks in the Disney parks because that's really why I'm there is to just eat the snacks, but in case of emergency where I'm someone has low blood sugar, I do have a couple of like kind granola bars that are usually hanging out in my bag. Next, a hat for me to keep the sun off of my face, and I have one. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it might be the nerdiest thing that I own, but anyway, it rolls up and kind of um, has an elastic that ties around it, and so it's collapsed and it's open on the top so that it stays cool but it's like a giant visor (laughs) if you're imagining what this looks like um I did link to this in the show notes as well but it will keep the sun off of your face and for me I have to have that in the midday if I'm staying the full day at Disney World um and I use it at the pool as well so now you'll know if you see me in the parks I'm like the tall ginger with the weird hat sorry (laughs) okay next sunglasses for everyone and that might seem kind of obvious, but it's easy to forget them when you're getting ready in the dark in your room in the morning. Okay, next, I have a little travel wallet that holds just my ID, my credit card, and my annual pass that I have to take with me to get dining and merchandise discounts. So that way, I'm not lugging my whole wallet around. But I, even when you're using a magic band, you do want to have your ID. I have gotten carded before. I'm 40 years old. Come on, people, really? But I've gotten carded before at Disney World, so you need to have your ID, um, and have a backup credit card just in case something would go haywire with your magic band, which unfortunately has happened, though it hasn't been for years that that has happened. Um, so next, number eight, I like to bring cheap glow sticks from the Dollar Tree if I'm going to be in the parks at night. And you can get a 20 pack of glow sticks for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. And sometimes we'll bring two packs and then pass them out to other people in the parks. It's a really fun way to just kind of spread some Disney magic. Or if like a kid is having a meltdown before the fire, who so like, eh glow sticks and it makes them happy. So um, that's something definitely in my park bag if I'm staying at night. Next, wipes, hand wipes and hand sanitizer, uh, particularly during like cold and flu season because, you know, everyone's touching those rides, y'all. Like you need to sanitize. All right, number 10, um, small and large Ziploc bags for wet clothes or for saving snacks for later. So this is a great idea. Um, if it's warm, and your kids are going to be going in the water at all, a change of clothes is definitely a good idea. I don't think I have that on my list till later when I'm talking about little kids. But like my daughter is six, and she'll definitely want to go in the water play areas. And so I always bring a change of clothes for her. And then you can keep the change of clothes in the Ziploc bag. And then it's great to have that to put the wet clothes in afterwards. So they don't make everything else in your bag wet. Um, And sometimes if you're eating at like, um, an all you care to eat restaurant, and they'll bring out like a, a play, ladder full of pastries or something for breakfast. Like there's rarely can you eat them all in one sitting. So a lot of people will like stuff the pastries in a Simplock bag and take them for snacks later in the day. It is totally allowed. You're allowed to do that. It's your food, you pay for it. Next, there is no gum sold at Disney World. So if you want any gum in your park bag, you're going to have to bring it with you from home. Number 12, I like to have emergency ponchos in my bag that I have bought at the Dollar Tree before my visit. Now, I have taken these with me dozens of times, and I've only used them one time, but It is nice to have them in case it's like a total downpour. Now, usually the rain in Florida is brief in the afternoon, like an afternoon thundershower, and it feels good at that point because you're so hot and it kind of cools you down. It feels nice to get a little bit wet, but um, I have been caught in a massive downpour one time and was glad to have the ponchos so I didn't get completely drenched, um, or an umbrella if you prefer that. But the ponchos at Disney World, I don't know, how much do they cost, seven or $8 each? So, I mean, you're gonna save Lot on a family of four to just have these emergency punches hanging out the bottom of your bag. Okay, and last number 13. If you're meeting characters and you want them to sign anything for you, you'll want that in your park bag as well. So this can be an autograph book or cards and a Sharpie. And I suggest putting all of that in a Ziploc bag as well in case of your afternoon thunder shower or wet clothes. Now there are things that I have brought in the past that I now leave behind because I have just found them to not be that practical or useful at Disney World. So one of them is the cooling towel, which I have tried in the past. You like get this towel wet and then kind of drape it around your neck and it's meant to like the water evaporates and it cools you down. I mean, they're just not very practical for me. My problem with them is that like when I'm done with it, I can't get the darn thing back in its little case thing and then i have this wet towel like hanging out in my bag which i don't want so um maybe i don't know bring them in a ziploc bag or something if you want to use them but i've just found them i don't remember to use them then they're all wet and it's just not that practical for me another thing is my nice camera i have lugged my nice camera to disney world many times and when i visit with my family and i just find that i don't really use it and i get almost as good of pictures for most intents and purposes on my iphone so Unless I am photog- photographing something for work, like the fireworks at night, then I don't bring my nice camera at all to Disney World. Um, another thing is a first aid kit. So I have brought that lots of times, but I find myself, I will just go if I need a band aid or something to the um, first aid center in the parks um, or the baby care center. And you can get basically any first aid that you need there, Um, it is a good idea to bring like some Neosporin and a few band-aids in a little bag with you, but I wouldn't bring like a full-blown first aid kit because they will have anything you need at the first aid centers at the parks. Another last thing here are these mister fans, which some people swear by, but for me, they're just really clunky and a lot to lug around for not much benefit. There are misters in the parks, um, especially Animal Kingdom, which is literally a jungle. People, it's so hot there. So I don't feel like there's much benefit to lugging those big mister fans around. Now, traveling with babies and toddlers is a whole different ballgame. You're going to need more gear. So I recommend a bigger backpack, like one that is designed to be a diaper bag is what we used to take that has this kind of separate compartment for the different things you need for diaper changing. And so yeah, a little lightweight backpack is probably not going to cut it. Now always bring more diapers than you think you'll need. This is obvious thing, right? But me, I have Disney World veteran have run out of diapers at Disney World before. So if that happens and you run out, again, the baby care centers will have little small packs of diapers to get you through until you get back to your room. But always bring like a few more than you think you're going to need. And of course, lots of wipes. Now, um, there are these water play areas, I believe in all of the theme parks now. Yeah. And so bringing swim diapers for those is a great idea for the little ones so they can go in and play and not have the like exploding diaper syndrome, which is so gross. Um, again, snacks, snacks, snacks snacks, and juice pouches to help keep them hydrated is a good idea. Some little toys to maybe play with in the stroller like that you can whip out in case of emergency if they need to be distracted. And then this one is critical, like something lightweight, like a lightweight small blanket or something to drape over the stroller for naps. It keeps out the sun and it also, most importantly, blocks some of the commotion that is going on around them and gives them like a nice little quiet place where they can actually take a nap and fall asleep. A lot of people's like touring Depend on staying at the park and having their little one nap in the stroller. So I found that that helps to have a little lightweight blanket to drape over the top of the stroller. Swimsuits or a change of clothes for playing in the water features, or I have to say, in case of a blowout or a food disaster, Both known to happen at Disney World. It's a really good idea to have a change of clothes with you for little ones. Now, baby food is the one item that you can bring into the park in a glass container. So don't be worried that you're not going to be able to bring, if you have little glass jars of baby food, you won't be able to bring them into the park because the signs there clearly say no glass containers. That is actually one thing you're allowed to bring in glass. And this is not related to your actual park bag, but something that I found really helpful, and that is to have a stroller organizer or a couple. Holder, if your stroller doesn't have one, so we would bring a pretty lightweight stroller to the parks and it didn't have like a cup holder. Or organizer part to the top. So I bought one on Amazon for 10 bucks that straps on to the handles of the stroller with Velcro and then you could drop your phone in it or have drinks held in it. That it was just so nice to have so it wasn't always fumbling around with everything. But do remember to remove it before you fly with your stroller because that's how I lost mine is that I forgot to take it off and then um, it was removed by the airline um, as something extra dangling off the stroller. I hope this episode was helpful as you decide what to take to the parks in your park bag and what to leave behind. And in doing it, I realized, gosh, I really need to have like a printable with all of this information in one place. So I'm now working on that. I'm doing a post on the blog on this topic and it will have like a downloadable printable thing that will help you plan what to take in your park bag. So thanks again for listening everyone. You can always find me on my websites, thebudgetmouse.com or thefrugalsouth.com. You can leave a comment there if you have a question and I will get back to you there in the comments. You can find me on Facebook in the Budget Mouse Facebook group. You can find me on Instagram at the Budget Mouse and I'm also on Pinterest where I am constantly sharing Disney vacation planning tips. So thanks again for listening everyone and have a magical day.